0: Well, it looks like uh, most of us have made it in. Uh, It's Wednesday, March 29th, and we want to welcome uh, two Highland members and, again, visitors alike. And visitors, again, we want you to know that uh, we're delighted to have you, and uh, we hope that you will come back and uh, visit with us again in the very near future. We have a few announcements that we need to make you aware of. A complete list of the sick and the shut-in, uh, again, is found in the uh, bulletin. But uh, these we need to make a special note of so we can keep them in our prayer. Uh, Sister Sherry Sloan is in uh, Baylor All Saints, uh, Building C, third floor, room 308, and is temporarily on hospice. The cancer has gone into her liver. She's very weak, and the family asks for no phone calls or visitors at this time. Our sincere sympathy is extended to the family of Billy Joe Lawrence, a friend of uh, the Normans who uh, passed away last week. Our sister Rugene Fagan will have back surgery April, April 12th. Holly Spivey. Uh, her surgery has been uh, postponed again. She is very uncomfortable, and they are going to do another cath uh, procedure before they, uh, before they do surgery on her. So let us keep uh, Sister Sherry, uh, the family of uh, Billy Joe Lawrence, and Sister Fagan and uh, Holly Spire in our prayers as we go through this week. Continuing on, uh, visitation team 1, uh, Brother Gladney Sumner's uh, team will meet after Bible class Sunday, April the 2nd. This, this coming Sunday, I do believe, that they pick up the calls and visits, and I believe that will be down front here. Yeah. Registration for Green Valley Bible Camp is now open. And again, we ask that you will please check the information in the, fo- in the foyer on the table and uh, initial it if, it's, if it is correct and if you need to make corrections, Uh, Please make corrections to that. Uh, There's one update for your directory in the bulletin. Uh, Alan Layton uh, has moved to assisted living. If you want to make that update. And again, be reminded that junior high school, high school, and the devotional will be at the. That's passed already, didn't it? Yes, I think that's passed. It was, I should say, rather, it was uh, Saturday, March the 25th, and they met here at the church building at 5.30 to go through that. Uh, Please be uh, mindful to mute your cell phone and other communication devices so that they will not disturb us uh, during a service this afternoon. Leaders for this service, the song leader is Brother Matthew Reniger. Uh, Devotional is Brother Keegan McCready. And the closing prayer will be Brother John McCready. Let us go to God in prayer. Father, we are thankful that you have allowed us to make it to this point in the week. Father, we come uh, uh, thanking you for your many blessings and praying that you will continue to keep our sick and our shut in, especially Sister Sloan uh, and the family of uh, Sister uh, Billy Joe Lawrence and uh, Sister Fagan and High and uh, Holly Spivey, Father, we pray that you will continue to watch over them as uh, they go through the week and go through their uh, procedures that they are scheduled to go through. Father, we uh, pray for our friends and visitors and pray that you will watch over and keep them as uh, they visit with us uh, this evening. Father, we continue to pray for our leaders of our nation, our state, and our city, we pray that you will grant them the strength to carry out the duties that are set before them. And Father, we pray that you will continue to forgive us of our, of our sin as we repent of them. And this we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.
1: If you would, mark in your psalm book song number 426. Song number 426. Then after you mark that, we return to song number 504. Song number 504. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea bill- Yeah. sure control that the cross. Crawl
2: Good evening. This evening, I'd like to talk about two things. The first thing will be the Bible, and the second thing is going to be high jumping. <clears throat> we'll start with high jumping. When you go to a high jumping competition, there's a bar. That the object is to jump over it, right? And normally, as you run up to this bar, you have the ability to see the bar. In fact, it would probably be very difficult to do high jumping if you didn't know where the bar was. But perhaps even more difficultly than trying to jump the bar blind, uh, you know, you just jump as high as you can and hope you make it, right? Um, Perhaps worse than that is trying to jump and thinking the bar is lower than it actually is. Because you're pretty convinced that you can make it over with a certain amount of effort when that amount of effort might not actually be enough. If you would please turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 through 27. Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 through 27. This is uh, speaking about Jesus. And when he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great storm on the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by the waves. But he was asleep. And they went and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. And he said to them, why are you afraid, O you of little faith? Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, what sort of man is this that even the winds and sea obey him? There's a couple of points that I want to make from this passage, the first being that these people, uh, the disciples that were there with him, were afraid. Uh, And that seems like a natural response to imminent destruction. Um. We see, though, that in verse 26, Jesus says, why are you afraid? I I don't know, Jesus. Like, there's water coming in the boat. Uh, Seems like it's a problem. Uh, He asks why they're afraid. And then he says, oh, you of little faith. Uh, The Greek word there that's translated as little faith can mean lacking faith or lacking confidence. Um, And so it's odd to me that uh, their response to this situation is to run to Jesus and say, Jesus, save us. Uh, I would consider that to be an act of faith. And yet Jesus looks at them and says, you don't, you don't trust me? You don't believe? Um, keep in mind that these are people who saw Jesus, who witnessed his miracles, not just read about them, uh, and these are people that are relatively close to Jesus. They're on a boat with him. Uh, but Jesus still refers to their faith as not being what it could be. The last thing I'd like for us to notice in this verse is their response in verse 27. They, they run to Jesus in this situation and say, Lord, save us. And in verse 27, after Jesus has in fact saved them, the men marveled saying, what sort of man is this that even winds and sea obey him? I'm not sure what they were expecting to happen but it seems that this shocked them a little bit and perhaps that's part of why Jesus said oh you of little faith they weren't looking necessarily for this response I'd like to look at one other uh, example involving faith and water in Matthew chapter 14 verse we'll start in verse 28 Matthew chapter 14 verse 28 Again, the disciples are out on the uh, sea, and they see Jesus walking to them in the midst of the storm on the water. And Peter calls out to him and says, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. Okay, stop right there. That's a lot of faith, or it sure looks like it is anyway. In my mind, that's a tremendous amount of faith. Okay, I'll walk out on the water. Verse 30. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Now, notice, Peter Takes the initiative here and he calls out to Jesus and says, Lord, if it's actually you, tell me to come out there to you. And then Jesus says, come, come on. And so Peter steps foot on the water and begins to walk out to him. But in verse 30, we see that Peter begins to doubt. Does this mean Peter is completely faithless, has no faith? No. We see his faith is evident there to some degree uh, when he says, I'll come to you, and when he actually steps out onto the water. But we see that Peter falters even in his act of faithfulness. So, the lesson for us this evening is, where is our bar of faithfulness? Is it merely in saying that we're Christians? Is that, is that get us over the bar, as if it's a high-jumping thing? Uh, is it merely attending services when the doors are open? I'm, I'm here. Is it just teaching a Bible class? Is that enough to say, oh, I'm, I'm good, I'm faithful? Is it contributing to the church, whether it's through time or money? Is that enough? Have you succeeded? One last passage for us this evening. In Matthew chapter 6, I guess I was on a Matthew kick this evening. Matthew chapter 6, verses 28 through 33. or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Ultimately, faithfulness, in addition to doing the things that we should do as Christians, faithfulness requires us to have a complete inner trust in God. We have to truly believe that God will take care of his church and his people and it's imperative that we act as if this is true, or else we are of little faith ourselves. If you have uh, any need to come forward, if you need prayers of the church, or if you would like to study about what it takes to be a Christian, or if uh, you have been of little faith and would like to change that, come forward now as we stand and sing.
1: Tear the barriers down, show me in convicting tears the glory. My soul so weak, the ways of evil cut so deep, I need you, Lord, to come inside. Sin is great, but I can see. my soul so weak the ways of evil cut so prayer. Dear Lord, we
3: so thankful that we had this opportunity to gather here and hear a lesson from your word, that we've been able to strengthen, renew our faith, and come together and encourage one another. We ask that you would help us to take the things that we've learned here this evening, the, the lessons that we've learned and that we would use those throughout the week to sustain us until we meet once again. We also come asking you to, to be with those here at Highland that need your healing hand. We ask that you'd be with Sherry Sloan as uh, she's battling cancer and she's received some discouraging news. We ask that you would uh, be with her and strengthen her and comfort her and be your will that, that you would heal her as well. We also ask that you'd be with her family as they, um, they take care of, of Sherry. We also pray that you'd be with, with Charles Reed, um, that you'd be with young um, Haley Spivey as they... Set to do surgery here very soon. You'd be with Pam Webb also through her surgery and recovery. Rise. We ask that you would be with us as a people. That we would indeed strive to serve you better day by day, to increase in faith, to desire to know and understand your word, and be willing to. Apply it, and that we would have the wisdom to deal with the uh, opportunities that you send our way. We also ask that you would be with the leaders of our country, that you would help them to have the wisdom to search for answers within your word, that as a nation we would look to you for guidance, and that we would seek to please you in all that we do. And we also ask that you would forgive us the times that we stray from your word when we miss the mark. That you would help us to see the error and that we would readily repent and turn from that error. We ask all these things in your son's name. Amen.